Take Flight with Freebird is a podcast where we interview successful business owners and innovators, disrupting and empowering the beauty industry with their passion and creativity. In every episode, you'll find a mix of inspirational individuals discussing their stories, insights, trends, and their latest tools. All right, guys, it's Cam with Freebird, and today I have the beautiful Sarai, aka Platinum Giraffe, and I'm telling you right now, I've been geeking out on this boss babe for days now. Thank you, Laura Christopher, for sharing her beautiful information with me, because I did not know about this artist until you did, so thank you, Laura, but Miss Sarai, thank you for joining me in your crazy schedule and with your home. <laughs> How are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited to be here, and I'm like... After our conversation, I'm totally geeking out. Freebird is like, it's amazing. And I cannot, cannot wait to be part of this. Like, cannot wait. You're a freebird, baby. You're a freebird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, Sarai, from just watching your, um, your interaction, your experience, your approach to life is so refreshing. I mean, <laughs> anyone embodies the freebird mentality, girl. I'm telling you, like, it is so beautiful to watch you live your most authentic self. And Aww, thank you. You're very welcome. Has this like always been you, you know, or have you kind of found your stride as you've gotten older? Uh, I will, I will definitely say, first of all, do I have to watch my mouth? No. Okay, good. Because <laughs> if you've seen my stories, you know my favorite word is the F word and I'm not talking about food. Um, <laughs> I'll try to keep them at a minimum. No, I will. All, everything's explicit on Freebird, by the way. Oh, thank fucking I'm, God. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, no, I will say I have not always been confident. I have not always loved myself. I have not always been good or kind to myself. And my big turning moment for, I guess, um, really loving and accepting myself and embracing who I am, flaws and all, mine came with my sobriety. You know, we all have a, a different story and, and struggles, but I think that people can understand um, addiction across the board because we've all know someone who's been affected, family member, friend, self. Um, and it, to me, it doesn't matter. Addiction is addiction, whether it's gambling, porn, food. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, Code, codependency. We whatever. It matters not. It matters not. Addiction is addiction across the board, right? right? And a majority of the addiction is like we basically hate ourselves, and we don't even know it, right? So we're trying to self-medicate. We're trying to numb yeah, out to things numb. in our life, right? And so, I struggled. I am a recovering alcoholic. I have been in on March 6th will be four years wow, of sobriety. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, that is probably the most proud accomplishment of my life. I will say uh, that's hard in this industry. I mean, girl, I mean, <laughs> I mean, sobriety in itself, I can't imagine as easy it, no matter what, you know, I don't want right. to, right. But this industry alone, I mean, honestly, like, so I started drinking at an early age. I, looking back, I was an alcoholic at 19. Um, I am 39 now. I will be 40 this coming year in 2020. I know. Um, so half of my life I've struggled with addiction and from 19 till about four years ago was booze. I didn't start doing drugs until I was 27. And from the age of 27 to 30, I managed to become um, addicted to Coke and I was a meth head. Um, I was literally a homeless junkie 
I got my car repossessed. I got kicked out of my place. I was living on the streets. I was living with friends. Um, meanwhile, I'm, I'm doing hair in this time period. Not very well. Yeah. Um, you know, bouncing back and forth and doing, Hey, I'll come to your house, yada, yada. And all of this stuff, like looking back was so much chaos and turmoil in my heart and in my head. And when I made the decision to get sober, um, and this is a story I I'm not proud of it. And this isn't a brag moment. This is just, this is my fucking story. Girl, so story and it is beautiful. <laughs> when I got sober, my drinking was absolutely out of control. And when I say out of control, I was blacking out at work. I was drinking at work. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was chugging wine out of the box in the back room when no one was around. And it, I was a mess. I was an absolute mess. And I just remember like two months prior to getting caught at work, um, every morning I made a promise to myself that I wouldn't drink that day. And I broke that promise by 8.30 every morning. I was at the liquor store and I was doing the same shit. And I just kept thinking, I want to get caught. Yeah. I just was so tired of living this fucking lie and it consumed my life. And so I will never forget. It was a Friday and I don't remember most of the day, but I do remember the text message that I got on Saturday from the lady who owned the salon I worked at. And she said, I want to see you Monday. And over the weekend, I need you to think about what your career means to you, what the salon family means to you, what your family and what your life means to you, because you have some big decisions to make. And I was like, fuck. I got caught. There it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I wanted to get caught so bad. And then I did. And I was like, freaking out the entire weekend. And I didn't tell my husband, um, he had a clue what was going on, but not to the extent. Mm -hmm. So Monday morning I roll into the salon and she just looked at me and said, what the hell is going on with you? And I, it was that moment. I wasn't sure what I was going to say. And it was that moment that like, I was like, I'm so tired of running. I'm so tired of hiding. This is it. It's now or never, Sarai. It's fucking now or never. And I looked at her and I said something that I had never said to anyone in my whole life. And I said, I think I'm an alcoholic and I think I need help. And she looked at me and she was like, then let's get you help. And she gave me a big hug and I called my husband and I was like, you need to come up here. We need to have a conversation. And I went to AA um, and I, at that moment, like that was the moment that I realized, like, there's so much more to life and all of this shit that I have been doing hasn't been working. Yeah. And so I made a decision that when I got sober, that I was going to do things differently this time, I'd stopped drinking for, you know, a week or two or kind of clean a little, up a little and, you know, right, yeah. right. But in order to get something different out of my life, I had to do something different. That's right. And so I was accountable to my husband. He had my location on my phone. I was accountable to my boss, the same thing. Um, we put in checks and balances. Like at work, they were gracious enough to lock the booze away and still let me continue to work there. Wow. And if my clients wanted booze, they would get it for them. So, like all of these little things were put in place to ensure that I had the best chance at recovery. Yep. Right. Yep. I have 
the most amazing husband on the planet. Like I could not do this without him. He has been so understanding and just to, for us to go from this place of like, we were so poor and I was so all over the place. And now it's like, you know, I travel the country every weekend and I teach and just for him to be there and to support me, even when, when I was unlovable, he loved me. And that is so big to me. If I didn't have him and if I didn't have the amazing friends and family that I have as a support group, I couldn't do it on my own. No way. Like I, I, I couldn't, it's so hard. And that's why I'm so outspoken now about recovery and addiction that doing it on your own is just, it's not an option, right? Like nobody can, yeah. It does. It's, it's just like with raising a child, That's right. um, getting a business off the ground. Um, you know, you have to have this community. You have to have people who love you and support you, but who are also going to call you on your bullshit. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. They need to be able to, they need to be able to hold you to it. Because if you don't have that, your chances of, of succeeding are so slim. Right. I mean, oh. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. You're just so popular, Sarah. <laughs> okay. It was, I, it was like scam likely. Not now. Can we well, yeah. You're like scam later. It's very oh. unlikely. So can you? <laughs> no. I, mean, I have to tell you, I love that you are so open about this because it's something that I truly believe in. The more we can share these vulnerable moments together, yeah. it allows for people to understand that all of us have very, very vulnerable moments that aren't pretty. And we don't absolutely. And sometimes when you do the self work, you don't like yourself more and that's okay. And it's okay that you, things will change, things shift. And it's just looking around you and being grateful for the people, the support system and who you are in that moment. You know, every day is a day, you know, just keep going, keep going forward. It's progress with intention, not perfect, you know, just keep Keep moving and you sharing this is so special because how many people look at this industry and think that they don't like in all fairness and I understand how I look like I'm pretty I'm a basic bitch looking like, <laughs> like, not, like I have no special colors I am I and I love natural makeup and I love natural hair so I'm pretty boring right in all intensive purposes for this industry but that being said like there's that look right and there's right the edgy look like yours and it's like they're so beautiful on both sides, right? But right. people who feel ugly on the inside, who are trying yep. to pull themselves out, it doesn't matter who it is. If they, yeah. can't, if they can't know you've hurt too, it doesn't matter yeah. what area yeah. we're approaching. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter how open we are if we're not being vulnerable because they know yeah. it's not real. And you are and, so real. And that has been um, an uphill battle for me is vulnerability. And it's so funny because when I met my husband, I was like, fuck this. Like, I don't need you. I'm so tough. Like I got this. And you know what screwed up is I am a, I'm like a caramel M&M. I like a hard candy shell and I am gooey. I am gushy. Are you such a baby? Are you? Girl, I know. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I love you so much. I know. Thank you for being so kind. Yeah, that's me. So I get done with my day and like Derek, so that beautiful man that was here, that's my husband. We've been together for- Oh, yay. Years. Yeah. So he's been in this industry side by side with me. So he loves the pros in a unique way because he's seen it, you know, but- wow. um, 
and he's helped so many that are struggling from the minute I picked up shears, but I get home from my day and it's like, the world was big. Like, I'm like, <laughs> there's a lot of people and they talk to me and yes. I'm like, I don't want to do anything, you know? Totally. Can you hold me for like five minutes hard like squeeze yeah me. okay I'm ready to go again yeah <laughs> I'm totally so am I but, but don't I think, mess with me though like that's there's the double there's the M&M like yeah yeah don't fuck with me because that's yep that's not smart <laughs> but I will I will cut a bitch I will cut literally. a literally this is literally true. literally honey we got the sharpest scissors in the, the yeah game. <laughs> so I think um I think part of my whole journey is forgiving myself. Yeah. Um, learning to love myself with my flaws. Um, and really digging deep and doing work. And I'm a big advocate of therapy. I love therapy. I think everybody should see a therapist. I mean, you go sit with somebody, you talk about yourself for an hour and they give you ways to help better yeah. yourself right we help you identify blind spots you can't really see you know we're too close totally yeah totally because you can't see the forest through the trees right mm -hmm. so i am a big believer in like doing work and i i just have recently come out of this I'm, i've also been diagnosed bipolar um which is it's very common and especially in our industry i feel like a lot of people get it um so my, my highs are very, I, it's funny when people say like, how do you do your schedule? How do you travel? How do you do all this? And I'm like, I operate at a very high level. That's just the way my brain chemistry is. Right. And my lows are very low and the holidays always bring out the lows. And this is the first year that I have made myself sit in my yuck. I took, I think two or three days after Christmas and I sat and I sat on my couch and I binge watched TV and I would write about my feelings and I would cry and I let it out and I didn't make myself feel guilty for like, you piece of shit, you need to go to work, you need to do this. And I was like, what I need is I need to sit, I need to fucking feel all of this that's in here. And it was so hard, yeah. but oh my God, so worth it. Like I woke up yesterday and I was like, the fog has lifted. And today is the first day I have felt like fucking me in months, like months. Yes. And when you do the work on yourself, yeah. it sucks. It's so oh, hard right. and it's yucky. And there are like the, the first six days. months. The yeah. It's days. the worst days. Terrible, but it's necessary. Because how are you ever going to improve if you don't know yourself? Like, and I had posted my stories yesterday about like the Enneagram test, um, and the VIA test where it's like your, your personality. Yep. Yeah. Finders. Yeah. Yeah. I think all of that is so important because if, if we can't identify our characteristics, our strengths, our flaws, how the fuck are we ever going to better ourselves? Dude. Dude. And also too, okay, let's talk about that for a second. Let's do the deep dive because a lot of people who, you know, there's ranges of where people are, right? You and I right. on the work we've done, it's, it's a progress every day. Right. But we've right. gotten to the hard points where it's like, Ooh, that was a rough go. You know, <laughs> uh, like, damn, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I had one of those and I'm right? like, well, that's an interesting character of mine. And <laughs> I was like, I need to, 
you know, oh, okay, yep. well, now I'm aware, and that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but in my, one of my, like, cornerstones of knowledge is, like, for myself, right, these are the things, everything I'm saying is just things I say right back to myself, is, you know, it's that cornerstone of knowledge of just knowing your, you know, know your why, define your way, yep. right? So, yep. whenever I, like, that's my first issue, is, like, when I'm nervous, and I'm, like, oh my God, why me? Like, am I doing something? You know, it's just that constant imposter syndrome. That's that fear, right? Yes. Fear do it anyways. Right. And then always asking yourself, where's this coming from? If it's coming from a good place of intent in your heart, then that's all that matters. But self-work is tricky because no matter where you're in this journey of self-work, and if you've never even heard what self-work is, that's yeah. story. is start slow, be kind, be compassionate with yourself and be compassionate with the surroundings that may change may not change but just be very very patient because you're right yes. so that self-growth and letting go of those um I like to think of them as like unlearned or uh you have to unlearn what you've learned Learn. you know absolutely so all of the thoughts like someone said this to me once and it was like well well that was just as simple as shit but that was like, mind blowing you know and it was yep. like, well is that your thought or is that your mom's thought or your husband's thought and I'm like uh, yeah like my I'm like well I think I just need to go to bed for 48 hours like <laughs> you know I'm like um yeah and and it's the truth though and I love that you talk about you were in the yuck for three days or yeah. however long it was and yeah. feeling all of those things that's something I've avoided too because I tend to be very high energy and yep. you know I don't like lows you know because yep. it's so jarring for my like nature to be in that lower energy that I'm like for sure. And Same. if I don't like something, I'm like, well, why don't I like that? You know, like it's so jarring. And so feeling the yucks is one of the hardest things for me as well. And I'm so glad you're touching on it because I think it's for everybody in different ways. Yeah. And, you know, I love that you talk about writing and, you know, being able, and for me, like I go super silent, you guys, like I'm a talker and we all know this and <laughs> I go silent. Like, yeah, I don't even want to talk. I don't want to be around people. Like I almost need to just go internal to like get real angry inside, you know, like feel yep. every emotion front side. Yep. Back. And then I actually do tarot cards. Like I like to, it's my yeah. time. And, um, I like to journal during that. And I found that that slows my mind down to focus, you know, like I, it's the full yeah. sensory for me. You know, I smoke some weed, I do some cards. I, right. I feel. and that's how I set myself for the day. But it took years to find this rhythm that yes. in each day, you know? Yes. And I think it is so important um, when you're doing that self-work and even when you're not doing that yeah. self-work to have those things, to have those like routines or when you know, like you haven't gotten out of bed for two days and you stink and you should do something yeah. like pull out that book, pull out that book yeah. that you have that passage highlighted or make that phone call to that friend, like, come get me out of bed. I can't fucking do this. Yep. I, I think it's so important that we know what helps us and what doesn't, and it's a process and it's an ever changing process. And be okay with that. Be okay. hundred percent. 24 hours could look very different than the next 48. Like, and you're not that person that you were in those 24 hours. Like that was yes. a growth moment. You're a human. You're going to keep yes. evolving. Oh, one of my tokens was that I love is, you know, once you know better and you don't do better, you're not growing, you know? Yeah. So if you know better and you're yep. seeing yourself, right. It's like, you must move forward to, 
stretch and expand, but you must leave behind what you yep. were, you know, like, because yep. what got you here doesn't get you there. Yep. So it's your work, right? And what a testament. You said four years, right? Like you, yeah, March 6th will be four years. Can we appreciate that for a second? <laughs> you went 10 years about, right? A decade. Uh, 19 to 35. So over 15 oh years. Yeah. yeah. That's like some hardcore condition. Like, so it's good to like, I want to point that out because people say they can't change things or things are different. Like 15 years of a habit, like yeah. a school habit and a deafening, a chemically imbalanced one. Not that, I mean, all of us have, yeah. a, you know, so I'm not saying that what I'm saying about this is it's possible. And you did yeah. in four years. What a testament to where you're like, you know what? I really am ready to take my balls back and I'm going to do this yeah. my way. And that's where it's like, Sarai, how beautiful. Like how beautiful. Aww. I'm Thank you. <laughs> four years ago. So you, let's start right there if you don't mind. Four years. Yeah. Go through this beautiful journey. I would imagine self is starting to dive even deeper as you're starting to go through, you know, Ooh. the last four, right? And yeah. now you don't have the numbing. You know, now you don't have the, the space to calm the noise. Can I just tell you what I remember why I drank? Uh, yeah. um, I have big emotions. I feel things. I am, I won't, it's a blessing and a curse. I'm like a super empath, like not just an empath, but like I see a commercial and I cry. Like, I hate that. Ugh. But also it, it keeps me real and it keeps me grounded because otherwise I would, I'd walk around like this all the time to everybody. Fuck you. I don't need you. Like, thank you. Whatever being an entity it is that gave me this super empath because it fucking checks me and it helps me like realize, like I feel things more intensely. So when I drank and when I did drugs, I give a fuck no. about anybody, about anything, no. especially myself. Yeah. And you're feeling good at that moment. Not so much later. No. <laughs> and you know, that was one of the hardest things is for me to learn to be vulnerable because I thought vulnerable was a curse word. Sure. You know, I grew up, my dad, um, was, I grew up in a very strict household, but it was like, my dad was like, you know, don't cry. Don't show emotion. My mom, you know, like was the, she kept everything smooth in the family. So it was just this weird dichotomy of like, don't be emotional. Don't be a bitch. Don't be a baby. Don't be a girl. Don't be this. So when I well, finally I kept, feel all these things, like how, what do right. I do about this? You know? Yeah. yeah. My, my feels are so big and they're so powerful that I just decided to turn them off. Sure. Well, I mean, what, what are your two options right then though? You know, right. you're, you've been taught either you turn them off or you don't at that, at that point, that's your response, of course. And then as you get older, they become more intense and more things trigger those feels. So for me to be vulnerable was very, very difficult. And there are times where I'm still like, ah, it's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. I'm like, no, I'm not. Everything's not okay. You're like, no, it's going to go down. I'm going to go like, it's going to go from my high to low real fast. Yeah. yeah. But it's been a, it's been a journey and I'm still learning stuff about myself every day and about my recovery and about just everything, you know, always constantly learning. But 
I've learned more from my failures than I have my successes. And that sucks. Yeah. Straight up. Because I I don't know anybody who's like, yay, sign me up. I want to fucking fail. I want to fall on my face. Nobody wants to fall flat on their face, right? No. But it's in those moments where we're so weak and we don't think we can go on. And there's that glimmer of hope and we hold on to it and we pull ourselves up and we realize we can rise from the crap. That is where your strength is built. That is where you learn that it is okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to ask for help because you come out on the other side. Yeah. So, And your emotions, right? Like they... I love that you're talking about this because we're, we are creatives and we touch humans and we are not just hairstylists and we carry some of the greatest secrets with us, you know, like girl, we, we all as hairstylists, we know we we could write books, we We could fill books with the shit our clients say, with the shit people say about other people in the back room. Oh God. I've like a podcast one day just to have all the hairstylists come on and talk about break room conversations. Oh my God. Brilliant. Brilliant. And I will tune into that episode. Please. I would love to be a part of it. I'm like right now, all our stuff is very inspirational, but I know my hairstylist would love to hear some break room stories. (laughs) hundred percent. But you know, we, we carry that with us. And it's like, what do you do? What do you do to unwind? And how do you deal with this? And I, I think that for me, I kind of got into hair sailing, I guess by accident. I, I didn't come out of the womb. It wasn't in the family. I wasn't like, yeah. I knew from the minute I was born that I wanted to help people, but I didn't know what that looked like. So I went to school for psychology and um, I actually got accepted into the police academy, which can you imagine me as a cop? No, I mean, you would be a bomb cop, but I mean, I'd be a hot cop. You would be, um, yeah, you'd be a hot cop, but girl, you'd be like, uh, where'd the robber go? I'd be like, you fucking were going two miles over the hour. You are going to jail. Like, fuck you. And then I'd lose my job. Like, yeah. so- or you would, or you would just be like, oh, you know, like that would be me. I'd be like, or can you, could you imagine doing the scary shit? Like the dark and then someone pops out. I'm like, No. No, no, but that drive, that feeling to help people yeah. has always been there. And so it wasn't until I got into hair and realized like, it's so much more than hair. Like yeah. it's so much more than cutting and coloring, right? We're psychiatrists, we're counselors, we're therapists, we're best friends, we're shoulders to cry on. Um, you know, we know more about our clients and probably our clients' spouses and best friends. A hundred percent. And so when you look at that from a, let's say a normal person brain, that's a, that's a lot. Then you add in any sort of like mental health issue or any sort of drinking or addiction issue, like Holy chaos, Batman. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot. It can be a lot and it can be intense. And, you know, I've been doing hair 15 years, wow. but I say I've literally only been doing hair four years since I got sober. Sure. Like, like doing hair yeah. with a clear head. And there are some days yeah, where I come home. Probably, right. Fully present. Right. Mm-hmm. 
hundred percent present. Mm -hmm. But even then it's like multitasking and social media and all of those things. But at least my brain is clear, yeah, you know, it's not foggy. It's you're there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there are even days where I'm like, I'm so overwhelmed. I want to go into a bubble and just not, Yeah. you know, and I've learned that energies, right? Like that, that's something that I am really yes. touching on because we actually help a member. Um, she does hair Reiki, right? To help hairstylists. What? Oh, yes. And so it's beautiful. Um, you can check her out. Her name is Sage in the Moon. She's one of our free birds. But yes, I went. I went and had this service done because I'm like, I would like to experience this as a professional, right? <laughs> and I'm telling you, when I really stopped, right? You have to stop in a salon, like when it's quiet you're like, Oh my goodness. Like the energy shift is like yeah. magnitude difference. And of course the salons you've worked at when you're traveling, there's just so much energy in the room. Yeah. And honestly for myself, I'm, I, I don't like to speak for people, so I can only put my own experience, but like, it almost feels like pulling. Right. And then yes. at the end of the day, you're like, you don't know what to do because every sensor it's like you're yeah. on sensory overload. And so everything yeah. like your nerve endings feel like you're just like, your heart's like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. And then you can't sleep. Cause then you're like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's yeah. the strangest thing. But when Nailed we tell people that like, they don't get it. Like, no, yeah. we're helping humans. So we yeah. deal with human problems. Like, yes, we have to be the person who's like, no matter what you're saying is great. Speak a little louder yeah. over the blow dryer. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> and I think it's funny, like not to, not to be an asshole or discredit what we do because we do go to school and we continue to educate ourselves. Here's the easy part of our career, oh. though. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the politics of salons or running your business or understanding that you're a trade in the modern world. Like, you know. The, the hair part, honestly, is like, oh, cool. This is my, yeah. like, uh, this is art. This is art. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny because I was, I said this sentence today, knowing that we were going to have a conversation and, you know, I'm so overwhelmed with technology and, and, you know, I've had to learn to become, um, a photographer and a videographer and all of this. And I literally said today, I was like, I didn't get into hair to do anything except hair. Yep. Like that's it. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> yep. Now, here we are having yeah. a you know, webinar, phone call, whatever. I'm talking about we just had a conversation about online education and website and like literally for me when I get to do hair, it's such a gift and it's such a joy because it's like my zen yeah. and it's my happy. Your flow, girl. You're just in Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's we get overwhelmed with all of the external stuff yes. and sometimes internal stuff. And it's like, sometimes I just want to do hair to do hair. I don't want to take pictures. I don't want to fucking do videos. Yes. I just want to be present with my client and do beautiful hair. You know, who said this best was Shannon uh, Romano. She's uh -huh. like, uh, she goes, when she shared her story, she said, I just got to a point where I was really tired of painting hair for someone else. And she goes, I just wanted to paint hair for me. And I'm like, that is yeah. simple. simple. You know, like that's yeah. the hardest mind is yeah. we do what everyone else wants us to do. on yep. And we have to deliver that. And there's this level of pressure and we're so hard on ourselves as artists. You know, we're just like, everything is just, we're seeing everything. And so we're stressed up, down, up, down. There's just something really beautiful about 
painting for yourself, girl. Yeah, totally. It's like, you know, when you get to create, to create, and that's why I personally love having like house models and doing like model calls where I'm like, I don't want your money. I don't want anything from you except your head create. I, I just want, I need your head for yeah. my soul to feel good. Yeah, no, We're going to be in each other's space and it's going to be so yep. fine, but I just yep. need your head. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like, you know, like I said, I've been doing this 15 years and I, I still love to take models and I've got a couple girls that I'll call. Like I just messaged one yesterday and I was like, I miss you. I haven't seen you. I need to do hair just for me. So can I see you on this day? You know, and that is so cathartic for me. And when I got sober, the first, like, I don't know, two years, I would say the first year was crazy. I worked nonstop 80, a hundred hours a week. I did free hair. I did discounted hair, which I will say now I only do free or full price. Um, <laughs> You're all, yeah, they're discounts now, baby. <laughs> no, no, no. But I, I threw myself into hair because it's, it was my therapy. It was my happy place. It was my sobriety. It was yeah. my accountability. Um, it was my feelings. It was all of that, that I just got to, I got to create. And so hair it's, it's, it's just hair, but it's so much more than that yeah. to me. And I know to so many people. And honestly, if I didn't have hair and my amazing husband, um, I, I don't think I would be sober, like straight up. Yeah. I'm no serious. I mean, it's, it's really beautiful that you were able to find something to compensate for that you know, addiction in your life. Like that's, and it's a healthy thing, right? Cause I think that a lot of times when people are working through anything, whether that is, yep. um, you know, a breakup or well, yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah. because you, whatever affects you, that's all that matters. Like your reality matters. It doesn't matter yep. what that is. It, it matters. So it's like literally hearing this survive, this progression from out and being able to appreciate taking time for presence and self and things like that still four years in, you know, not taking for granted that, you know, this is something you're going to, it's going to creep up on you if you let it. So yep. it's like, nope, I'm moving forward. And it's so beautiful because hearing that, you know, you talk about, um, are for yourself that that cathartic um johnny um johnny cash was on with us not too long ago or no fab hair by josh um josh Rain. yes i love yes. it um, he, we are doing a collab class together by the way yes 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 <laughs> oh my gosh dude okay when is that yeah happening? uh i think it's i believe it's in may and we'll we're actually solidifying at the blonding and beyond next weekend. So well, yeah, I'll know. you'll get to be privy to that information. <laughs> I am so glad I bought these tickets. Like, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's just like, I really appreciated when he shared that too, that it was so much more than because it, it is for me too. You know, like when yeah. I stepped away from it, I didn't even know, like my identity was tied in it. My, yeah, my flow was tied in it. I didn't realize I was expelling a lot of my energy that way yep. until I wasn't there, you know? And I think yeah. it's really great to touch on that, Sarai, how you use that as a therapy for you, because sometimes, you know, talking about the personality test, right? I'm an extrovert. It sounds like you're a bit of both, yep. you know, intro, yep. extra, little, and it's like, that's the thing is 
we all are going to be different. And the introverts need to know it's okay too. And they may never say it though, you yes. know, like, yeah. that matters too. And you talking about where you found your therapy, I think is so beautiful because I think for a lot of us hair ends up being therapy without us. Yeah. Knowing, you know, like it, yeah. it becomes that if you love it, but addressing that, that it, it, that is it for you. And if you find yourself stagnant, this is another thing like triggers, make sure you're paying attention. Yes. This is so important and something that I think is an ever growing, ever learning process is, you know, your triggers, like for mine, it was my weight, my weight would yeah. heavily and I wouldn't pay attention, of course. And then now it's so much easier to, right. but it's like, oh, that was my, like myself telling me like, this isn't working, you know, yeah. like you're starting to mask how you feel with food, you know, like right. stop doing that, but I didn't pay attention. So I, I just want to make sure you guys are paying attention to yourselves. If you're not passionate about what you're doing, if yep. you find yourself, you know, just going to work, just these things, like you're a creative, which yeah. means you need to be free up here and in here to bring what you do to life. And if you're not inspired, listen to Sarai saying it's her therapy where she now is, she needs sometimes to paint for herself. Facilitate those moments, you guys. If you need a friend, call your sister, your mom, if you do men's, you know, whatever it is, because I think that's such a token of knowledge from Sarai and from Josh who shared that with us as well, that, you know, hair was their therapy in the darkest of days. And yeah they got through it by turning to something they love and four years in you've turned it into the, you know, it's just that pusher, that driver. I mean, Sarai, it's so beautiful to see what you've done with yourself in four years. Like, thank you. It's a very cool human experience. And I'm so incredibly proud of you just as a friend. Thank you. Girl, self growth, no matter what you're dealing with is hard. And you, it is. you decided to take the highest road, boo. Well, and I just, I knew that if I didn't do something different, mm -hmm. I would get the same result as I've gotten before. Yeah. So it was like that now or never moment. And I think I say this all the time, like I got sick and tired of being sick and tired, yeah. but the, when I decided to get sober and like throw myself into hair, um, I literally was like, I have to do something different and I'm going to stop talking about shit and I'm going to start being Maybe. about shit. That's right, girl. And I fucking told everybody, I told everybody my plans. I set fucking goals that were so lofty that I was like, I can't even accomplish these in the next five years, <laughs> let alone this next year. And you know what? I am a, I'm a goal smasher. Um, I, set high lofty goals that I make action plans to get there. Right. And I seriously believe if you don't write it down and you don't focus on it, you're going to lose it. It's going to lose power. It's going to lose its glow. Right. Well, the world is noisy. If you if you're not clear about where you're going and if you haven't laid yourself out, someone else will. hundred percent. And that also ties into like, as far as like, self-worth and self-discovery and like loving yourself is being authentic and it looks different to everybody totally so, but being authentically you because nobody can ever fucking take that away that's from you right that's right if you have your integrity it doesn't matter what the fuck the world says because you know you've done right by you yep. and that's all that matters that's all that matters no matter and what at the end of the day I can honestly say, I look myself in the mirror and I'm like, you did good today, girl. You did good. You did good. 
you know, and that's I that. I'm five years ago. I couldn't you. say that. Mirror work is hard. You know, that's something I've heard numerous times and I'm like, you know, it's one of those I need to, I need to put that into my practice, you know, because it's, why is it a problem? <laughs> why am I not able yeah. to do that? Like, and it's that confident, you know, it's, but it's, yeah. it, isn't it strange ourselves, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> who who's gonna know <laughs> like right. who's gonna know but you still and and you guys that's serious for me that's real I'm not making that up like I I have a great friend who does meditation and sound therapy and all these wonderful things trying to help me navigate life and I he's like do mirror work do self work and it's like that's tricky and no yep. matter how tricky it is keep addressing it and it's like yep. the fact that you do that is so huge that like you did good boo you did good like who else is gonna tell you you know, like right. no, you need them to, it's just keep telling yourself positive things and move forward. Don't get hung up on the, the noise of the world or yep. what people think is success. Like that's the other thing that, you know, when you love yourself and look at yep. you, it's such a beautiful testament to that. And that's why I said right in the very beginning, like if you could, if there's anyone who could exude the free bird mentality, it's you took what you had, you went for it and you flew. Like, you're like, yeah, whatever. Like, that's what I did. Yep. That's not who I am today. Like, why, why are we talking about that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't hold me to that. I'm a whole new person. I right. learned from that. Like, right. and what we need to help people know is like, yes, you went through things. Yes, we all do. Right. But it we doesn't all. define you. That's right, baby. It doesn't define you. It's just a part of your story. It's not yes. your whole story. Because I was an addict. Um, yeah. because I was a junkie. That yeah. doesn't mean that's all I am. No. That was a part of my story. That's why Ooh. I'm a fucking badass today that's right. that's because right. I overcame that. Yep. It and doesn't so define important. me. Nope. And it's so important you touch on that because I don't, you know, I think sometimes people let it define them because it's so scary yeah. to talk about. And it's like, no, baby, it doesn't have to define you. It is hard to talk about no matter what it is. It's uncomfortable for everyone but move forward and just yep. go like a badass like this one who is killing it on the game. I mean, I have to touch on before we wrap it up, but I, you're blonde. You are insane with your blondes. Like what, like has blonde been your jam forever? You know, or did you, when no. did that happen? So I was deathly afraid of blonding. I mean, if you wanted like, a bleach in tone i'd be like yeah i don't do that nobody <laughs> does that anymore because i didn't know how yeah so yeah. when um when i got sober i decided to tackle things that i was fucking afraid of right one of them the biggest thing i was afraid of was blonding um so i took a couple models i started figuring things out what you see now is four years of me busting my ass to figure shit out and fucking up. I want to reiterate, I have screwed up so much hair to figure things out. And it's been on mannequins, it's been on people, it's been on clients, things that I'm like, now I gotta figure out how to fix it. So I I started doing blonding because I was I was so afraid of it. Yeah. And with this new period in my life, um, you know, with my sobriety, I was like, Fuck it. Like I, <laughs> it's funny because I think like I've been to the bottom, like literally a homeless junkie. So for me, I'm like, ah, eh, fuck yeah. it. Like <laughs> I've been homeless. Like so what I fucked up her hair. Like, you, you know, I, yeah. no, it's a, it's a peaceful feeling. Cause you're like, I'm just trying to get better. You know, yeah. this scares me. I'm pushing my skill set. I'm pushing my own personal boundaries to remind myself 
I am yes. more than what I am today that I can yes. do more. And that's what, I mean, it's so good that you challenged yourself like that. I always try to tell people, I'm like, do something every day. And if that's too much once a week, that yep. scares you put yourself I, in situations that scare the shit out of you because yep. you're going to really know who you are real fast. You'll learn. Like it's good. It's real good. Well, <laughs> like, so me, for me, when people are like, how do you do that? Or, and I'm like, what's the worst that's going to happen? Yeah. Like yeah. if so, I take this blonding client and her hair's jacked up mess. Like, so what, like, what's the worst that can happen? Like if I'm a competent human, I'm probably not going to fry her scalp off. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like if push comes to shove, I can figure out how to fix it. Oh I can God. collab. I can call my friends. I can call up Presley. Oh I can call, you know, these people. Hey, what do I do? So ultimately, if you let yeah. fear hold you back, yeah. don't even bother coming out of your house. No. Like, what is the point of living if you're afraid of things? Totally. Fear is what pushes us. It's what drives us, right? And you have to learn this. Right. You have to learn to harness that fear and be like, "Fuck it." Yeah. Fuck it. Feel it. Feel it. Do it anyways. Just keep moving. Like and exactly. You know, it's so important because you know we hear because the industry right? people just want clients and you know it's normal. Of course, we're trying to build. We're trying to work on our skill sets. We're trying to do these things, and then you know everyone's worried that they're not as good as so and so, and you know it's just instant that like inner turmoil. And yeah. the truth of the matter is, once you love yourself, you harness that and you just focus. And when you start challenging yourself, you're not in an arena with anyone else. You're yes. in an arena by yourself. <laughs> Challenge yourself. And you will find your people that support yeah. you. And yeah. that's all that matters. Like, don't worry about if anyone says anything negative. I used to sit next to someone who would make comments while I was coloring. I don't know why they book her. She's not very good. Wow. And obviously, I was. <laughs> you know, like, obviously, I was booked. <laughs> like, you know, and it was like, why? You know, why don't do that to one another look for ways instead right. of one another down look for ways to not say anything or right lift them up lift them up because they're and criticizing themselves so much that's it and the thing i think with 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 age comes wisdom and experience and but i think like you can look back at that and say man she was hurting she was right that's exact and then that's the other thing too your response right what a great yep. thing going on is remind yourself if things are triggering you check yourself why is it yep. triggering you and then also be like well clearly you know she she must feel that way about herself you know like right. i mean like you have to put it off of you because it's not you don't be mean don't be you know be gentle because they're another yep. human and that's what they are expressing but and it, look for ways to lift each other up you guys like totally because we're we're all fighting yeah. this every single day. Right. And nobody's in here except us. Yeah. And sometimes it can be a really scary place. And sometimes we say things yeah. in a defense mechanism or for whatever, but it's, it's this gunk in here and here that makes us say shit that totally. is not even true. Like you're a bad colorist. What that meant was I feel like shit about myself yeah. today. Or, or I'm, I'm not getting booked or, you know, I'm nervous cause I'm not making enough money or, you know, exactly. what Instead of being like, hey girl, how yep. are you your clients booked, right? And 90% of pros would be like, oh, hey, you know, I didn't. Let me show you. Yeah. Yep. But it's, you guys open up to each other. Like, 
so yeah. Riley and I did not know each other till this moment. We met right, right now. Today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, and it was, we were like, oh my gosh, because we're human. We're, yeah. we're humans. We're just getting together. There's no threat of one another. There's no, we're just trying to say, hey, you're doing a badass job. Keep yeah. like, and that's the truth is look for ways to support each other because this industry is so beautiful. And there's yes. people like Sarai who have these very colorful stories and they took something with it and they made their life even more colorful because of it. And it's beautiful. And I think that being able to share this, right? Like, seriously, I have like goosebumps. It's I'm so serious. Like I, I don't take this lightly people sharing very intimate things with us and, you know, being vulnerable and having this time to know that people aren't alone and that it's, yeah. you know, that, I mean, Sarai, I, it, it may be hard for you to know, you know, cause it's hard to see ourselves while others see us, you know? but girl, like you're slaying, not to a point of like the hair, the people, you know, I'm meeting people who know you. Right. And they're like, Oh my God, she inspires me so much every day. I do this, I do this. And I'm like, and I knew none of your story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my brain is kind of like flipping a little bit because I'm like, Ugh. I wish I knew before, <laughs> like, you know, but <laughs> it's like, Sarai, what you're doing is not going unnoticed. And your hard work that you're putting in every day for yourself is making a difference to so many people. And it's because you shined your beautiful light. Like you had to go through the darker stuff because yeah. the light was simply too bright. And yep. you're like, I'm going to just dim this bitch because she's bright. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. And what happened? And, but then you realized how to harness your light. And yeah. you're like, my light's really pretty and yeah. pretty amazing because I just am honestly this person and that's beautiful. And it's really funny that you say, cause you just said I'm amazing and ugh, I'm crying. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, I'm so glad I held it together. I thought I was going to lose it. So I'm like, I'm whoo, don't even feel my, so eyelash, <laughs> my eyelash extension glue is burning my eyes. Oh, um, so okay. No, but it's, um, I love that you said I'm amazing. I don't even know how to say this. I, the self-talk that I was doing to myself was you're a piece of shit. You're garbage. You're fucking trash. So never in a million years did I ever be able to think that I would say I'm amazing. I'm fucking awesome. And if you don't like me, it's your loss, not mine. And truly mean it. And I told my husband, I tell him all the time, right? It's kind of a running joke. I'm like, you need to check me. Like if I'm getting an ego <laughs> because I am. But the thing is like, I'm amazing because I am me. That's right. And I'm amazing at what I do because nobody else is me. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I've overcome so much and it's not even, I'm, I, I'm a badass colorist for yes. sure. Could I be better? Of course we all could be, but I'm fucking amazing. That's right. And every single person out there is fucking amazing. Exactly. You have to fucking believe it and you have to own it. Yep. And I think that so many times people are so afraid, like, oh, if I, if I say I'm amazing, people are going to think I'm an ego or I'm this or I'm that. Who gives a fuck? That's right. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, hashtag permission to brag, because I'm going to tell you right now, you've worked hard to be the person you are. Yeah. I'm so glad you touched on that because I struggle with that too, you guys. That, that like 
it's the industry, I think, you know, because you're trying yeah. to stay humble, but you're trying to go big yeah. and it's just back and forth. And you are amazing exactly where you are, no yep. matter what you're doing. And yes. because in the minute you love yourself, you'll feel it. Like it's yeah. a very long time to love myself. I looked at my daughter, she's 10. And I said, listen to me right now. I'm going to tell you something that took me too long to learn. Love exactly who you are, even when others don't, because yep. feel exactly who you are. And if you're happy, nothing else matters. And she's like, oh my God. And she's like, it doesn't matter what I do and what others think. And I'm like, no. And yeah. I'm like, you are perfect. Just yep. who you are in every way when you are true to you. The minute you're yep. not, not so much because where are you? You're not, yep. there, you know, yep. find you and then move forward and you'll be fine. And it's like, I look at our industry and you and Presley and like these people who have like had to go through the hard stuff to find them, you know, me, mm -hmm. it, my, I'm not very colorful, unfortunately, but I have had a colorful past. This <laughs> it is, um, we had to find ourselves, but it took us a long time. Yeah. We were trying to say it out loud, as loud as we can, like, listen to us, find yeah. us, do the work and know you're amazing along the way, even in the lows and the highs, because all of us have them. For sure. And I always say that everything and everybody was taken away from me at the end of the day i'm left with myself yeah. that's it yeah. and if i'm not happy with myself nothing else matters no, it's the truth like it seems so rudimentary right like it's yeah like right all of us should just like know but it's that we want to take care of the people we're with we want to be please people we want to help people we want to you know and so then it's jarring, but just remember yourself, like Sarai saying, yeah. go back to you. And you know, Sarai, I have to say is, I'm so excited that I get to meet you in a week and a half. Same. There's gonna be, um, I like to call it hug smash. Oh. Um, I basically just take your whole body and I smash you with a giant hug, so. I'm so excited because I've already warned the whole team. I'm like, you understand, I see you and I'm gonna jump on you, right? Like, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I've, I've already had like a moment of like, how am I going to watch all of them? Like, <laughs> like, Oh God. I'm like, okay, am I going to have to like set an itinerary? And then of course the striking reality was like, oh, I'm filming and doing this. Like, <laughs> but no, I'm so excited that I get to meet you. And I thank you again for joining us. And I think I may get to throw a little surprise when we stop this recording, if you want to hang on with me. Yes. Uh, thank you so much, Sarai. And when is your next class so that we can make sure anyone who wants to learn from your beautiful self, they know when that's coming up. So, um, I do have it on my Instagram. Oh, good. Okay. Um, we'll share it. But my first class this year is March 8th and 9th, and it is in Detroit, um, actually Ann Arbor, Michigan at Brown and Deline Salon. Ooh. And it's my two day class. Okay. Cool. Well, we will definitely share that. You guys, if you have not started following Platinum Draft, please do. She is such an incredible human. So, so funny. I, I am funny. You are <laughs> funny. Dude, you're so funny. I'm telling you, like, go follow her, guys. Reach out to her. She's one of the coolest humans, and she has one of the hardest parts. 